This is a Charles Ruttenberg Realty Podcast, from Gulf Coast to Space Coast. This podcast is sponsored by Integrity Title and Guarantee Agency, LLC, where integrity is guaranteed. Welcome to all the real estate agents out there. This is Joanne Nestor, and this is the Charles Ruttenberg Realty Podcast, from the Gulf Coast to the Space Coast. And the podcast is sponsored by Integrity, Title, and Guarantee. And today I have a very special guest. It's the Honorable Mayor Kreisman from the city of St. Petersburg. My city, my mayor. Welcome, Mayor. Hey, Joanne. How are you? I am good. Um, We're here to talk about everything St. Pete and everything real estate with a few other subjects in between. I think we're going to be very busy talking about this. (laughs) I know. So I was in San Diego and, um, you know, my family is from California and they were talking about how um, beautiful San Diego is. It's always been about San Diego for the last 40 years that I've been visiting. Well, recently when I went uh, a year and a half ago back to visit my family, I was in an art gallery and there were people there like, you're from St. Petersburg? Wow. And one man said to me, your mayor is a rock star. And I said, I'll have to tell him that. <laughs> I guess I got to send him a track. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, one of the things I wanted to discuss with you is what has happened with housing in St. Pete. Yeah, it's it's pretty remarkable uh, what, what's going on right now. I mean, I, uh, I, I lived in St. Pete since I was nine years old. Okay. Um, and so I remember when my wife and I bought our first house. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the the first off the the number of single family homes that were available was was pretty plentiful, mm-hmm. uh, so there was a lot of supply out there. Um, compare that to today, where you know the demand for housing far outseeds the supply, um, and uh, you know from our perspective, we need to build more and more units uh, to get them on the market. Plus, we're also a city uh, that was developed a lot. A lot of the new houses were built in the fifties or, mm-hmm. or or earlier. Uh, and so there's a lot of two bedroom, one bath houses. And so for families, we need more three and four bedrooms. Um, and so we've got some work to do and uh, trying to fill all the different housing needs and, and categories of housing that people are looking for in our city. One of the things that's happened, I think, I think just a year ago, the medium sale price was two forty two. Now it's two eighty two. The average price was two ninety nine, and now it's. Three ninety-five, uh, three hundred ninety-five thousand is now the medium, and I'm thinking our average. And I'm like, okay, this is less than six months, yeah. right? And what we worry about as a company is affordable, right? Yeah, but you know, people want to live here. They do, <laughs> you know, and and we we recognize the, uh, a significant problem with uh, housing affordability also, mm-hmm. and and I like to use the term housing affordability versus affordable housing because right. what I find is every time we talk about affordable housing, people have a perception or they have a belief as to what is affordable housing, and so oftentimes they go straight to Section Eight or that lowest you know level of housing from a price standpoint. And really what we need in St. Pete is we need all levels. We need that lowest level for the, for the low, low income. Uh, but we also need more moderate and we need family, as I mentioned before, and workforce housing. So um, we created a plan called For All From All. Love it. Housing, Love that. <laughs> and, it, and that's exactly what we want is we want housing for all. 
for everyone at different income levels. But it's going to take all of us working together to be able to create uh, uh, enough housing. So that's where the from all comes. Okay. You know, developers, contractors, residents, we're all going to have to kind of chip in the resources that are going to be needed in order to be able to afford to build more housing that's affordable. One of the things I love about St. Pete is, okay, everybody says to me, the average price is three ninety-five. dollars uh, That's putting St. Pete in one bubble. But we are neighborhoods, we are. and every neighborhood is different. And that's what I like about your administration. You focused on neighborhoods. Okay. Yeah, we recognize that cities that don't have strong, vibrant neighborhoods, um, they don't survive. They, okay. you know, they don't grow. Uh, and so we've really tried to focus on neighborhoods and making sure that we are working with our neighborhoods uh, so that they are vibrant, that they continue to grow and what, what's really cool, I think, about St. Pete is every neighborhood seems to have a different character to it and a different feel to it uh, and a different community, uh, quite honestly. Okay. And what do you say to people that tell you everything's looking like Condoville, you know, <laughs> concrete and glass? And I have to say there's, uh, you know, a seat for every rear end and a rear end for every seat. But um, one of the things I... Love is my uh, Northeast Journal, mm -hmm. and in there, Maureen Stafford, um, she is a designer who takes the homes from you know the early 1900s and makes them these beautiful craftsman homes. Mm. So, no, we're here for everybody. And what's happened downtown is yes, condos, but there are people who want to buy condos, That's right? right? You know, I think there's a, pl a, a place for everything, mm -hmm. and you know. I wouldn't want to see a 46-story uh, condo tower uh, in Old Northeast or right. out west in, in the west side of town where I live in a neighborhood. Right. Uh, you know, neighborhoods are predominantly single-family homes, multi uh, duplexes, quadplexes, triplexes, you know, garage apartments, and things of that sort. That's the right that's the right feel for those and scale for those. But your downtown or the Tropicana Field site, for mm -hmm. example, that's where you want to have your taller condos and apartment complexes that have uh, some significant scale to them and height to them. You know, we're, we're, we are a city surrounded by water. And so we only have so much land. Uh, and so if we're going to continue to grow and, you know, and our, we did a 2050 market study of, of the demand for housing uh, and over a 30 year period, uh, moderate growth calls for us to have 31,000 new units Strong growth, 47,000. Well, you can't do that solely with single families. You've got to have some uh, some density. You've got to have some apartment towers and condo towers. And mm -hmm. your downtown core is the right place for those, and your neighborhoods are not the right place for those. Okay. I also see an increase in just apartment living. And a lot of people I know would, you know, be, before they buy a home in an area, mm -hmm. they want to rent a year. To make sure, do I like it here? You know, especially if they've come from out of the area, out of state, and uh, all you've heard is the rumors or read the uh, magazine article <laughs> about how wonderful we are. But that has increased dramatically. The just apartment living. Oh, it has, and and some of these apartments, I mean, they're like living in a five star hotel. The the amenities that they're providing uh, are beautiful, and, and what I love um, because I'm a 
I, I think being a pet owner and being a pet-friendly city mm-hmm. makes you a more uh, desirable community. So many of our new apartments and condos are pet-friendly. Uh, and so they're more welcoming to our our uh, new residents who are moving to our city, a lot of whom have pets, and now they have places where they can live. Kudos to that, because pets are important, as we know, during this pandemic. More so than ever. More so than ever. Yes. So one of the things I love about what uh, you did and your administration is you asked the residents of St. Pete their opinion yep. on the pier and now the TROP. Yes. I saw that in my uh, little St. Pete newsletter that comes with my uh, utility bill. And what have you been hearing about what people are saying about the TROP or any? Yeah, and I appreciate you asking uh-huh. uh, about that because uh, this is this is a development that can change St. Petersburg dramatically. Uh, and it's a, it's a once-in-a-generation opportunity that we've got. And so we want to get it right. And that means we want to hear from the public. Uh, and we have been uh, since we started this process back where about four or five years ago, when we started the master plan process the first time. Um, now we're at a point where we're getting ready to uh, hopefully select a master developer before the end of the year. Uh, but we want to hear from the public. What do you want to see there? Uh, some of what we have heard is residential. Okay. And we think this gives us, this property gives us an, a, a really wonderful opportunity. So you're saying a mix. Oh, yes, absolutely. And mixed Mix, uh, mix residential, so not just low income or moderate income, but we want market rate. We want to see workforce, market rate, low income. And if we do it right, you won't be able to tell which is which. Okay. And I, I mean, I think you'll probably see, you could see up to upwards of 10,000 new units on that Tropicana Field site. Okay. Well, one of the things that I love about St. Pete is our waterfront mm-hmm. and that, you know, the trop whatever happens to it in the future, will be part of that community. The new living spaces, the retail spaces, commercial, maybe people could walk to work. And oh, then, yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, that, and that's what we want. And we've worked really hard to create a, a downtown that's walkable, that's pedestrian-friendly, that's bicycle-friendly. If you can park your car and not have to drive it, it's better for our environment. It's better for your pocketbook. You're not spending that money on gas or Insurance rates go down. It, it's just better all around. And so what you what I can promise is that the Tropicana Field redevelopment site will be very pedestrian and bicycle friendly, and it will be aimed at trying to create opportunities for people to live, work, and play mm-hmm. right on their site or catch mass transit to go somewhere else. And Mass transit. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about a little bit about <laughs> mass transit. Went on the ferry, by the way. Ah, how'd you like it? Great. Great. Isn't it so, are we going to have our own ferry, or? Yeah, we are working towards okay. that. I've uh, Hillsborough County um, this next month. Uh, I hope we'll be taking some action uh, on um, taking the next the next step toward a permanent ferry system. Okay. Um, and this service would be multiple boats, uh, oh. which will make a big difference. Because I mean, it's great with having the one boat, mm-hmm. but you need more frequency. Um, and better times and having four boats, for example, um, will have shorter turnarounds. You'd be able to catch a a boat every 15 minutes potentially. Or if someone worked in Tampa. Exactly. Right. And and they wanted to live in downtown St. Pete instead of driving across one of the three bridges that are always back to back. That's right. um, You could just get on the ferry. And the way it is in in so many other cities, whether it's New York or Seattle, okay. uh, the ferry. Yeah, we we envision the ferry being 
uh, having uh, providing great commuter service for those people that do work on both sides of the bay. Okay. And let's talk about back to um, someone, I bought a home and I need to fix it up to code. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm a young couple. Is there help for me? There is. Um, we have a number of programs uh, in our neighborhood affairs department. Rob Gertis is my neighborhood affairs administrator and his department oversees, ironically, codes, okay. uh, but it also oversees all of our housing programs. Uh, and so we've got a number of programs uh, for first-time home buyers to provide some assistance. We have programs to help those who need to do that upgrade to their home and they just don't have the resources and they're getting cited and, and they don't know what to do. Okay. Uh, and so I would absolutely uh, encourage your listeners to check out the city's website, go to our Neighborhood Affairs Department. Uh, or give us a call, okay. and we can make sure that you have all the information you need uh, to see if you're eligible for one of our programs, yeah. and if so, to get you enrolled in it. Okay. Remember this, agents. We're going to have all this information for your client on our dashboard and Facebook because uh, you heard it from the mayor, so it's available. <laughs> uh, we're going to. A lot of agents will come in and they go, "I know there's assistance, but where do I go?" Yeah. And that's you know. They're searching the websites or whatever. So now we're going to be able to give you the phone number, the department, and who's head of the department, right? Yes. So yeah. So is there any other programs that you're looking at for the future of the city? Well, you know, one of the things that um, we had years ago, uh, and I'm not sure why the program went away, but um, it what was- years, What years uh, was this? When I served on city council, uh, and this was from 2000 to 2006, we had a program we called the PIN program or police in neighborhoods. Uh, what we saw was so many of our officers uh, lived outside the city limits and then commuted in. And we thought, first off, we'd rather have them living in the city. Uh, Absolutely. Because it's better for them, but it's also better for their neighborhood. Nothing like a squad car parked oh. in front of a house- <laughs> you know, to make everybody in the neighborhood feel comfortable. You know, and, and you go on vacation and you tell your neighbor who has the squad car. That's right. I'm leaving for a week. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were providing them with um, a, a low interest loan uh, toward the down payment of their house, but that loan would be completely forgiven if the officer stayed in that house for seven years because we didn't want them to just, you know, get the loan get trained, work a couple of years and then leave. We okay. wanted them to, to be permanent residents of St. Pete. I think that's a program that we ought to look at that and expanding it obviously to not just our police, but our firefighters, our teachers, teachers. our first responders, nurses mm -hmm. and, and medical practitioners that, you know, we want living in the city, um, you know, and we want to make it convenient for them. It's funny that you say that across the street from me is a nurse. I love that. I have a nurse across the street. Oh, yeah. You know, um, if anything happens, I'm calling her up. Allie, I have this, you know, and uh, she has the answer. So it's funny that you say that. But nurses, police, firemen. Yep. Yeah, I got that. Okay, so um, when I told everyone you were coming here, um, a couple of my staff said, how did you meet the mayor? And eight years ago, John and I moved to St. Petersburg, and there was an election. And I said, John, I want to meet who's running. And he goes, really, Joanne, do you really think that someone's going <laughs> to knock on your door? And I go, well, yeah. So uh, we had a f mutual friend that lived in St. Pete, and he'd been there forever. And I said, I want to meet the candidates. And he goes, okay, I'll give it a shot. 
Next day, you're knocking at my door. <laughs> and he goes, hi, I'm Rick Kreisman. I'm running for mayor. And I thought, I looked at John and I go, well, see? <laughs> so that's how we met. Eight years later, um, like my uh, acquaintance in San Diego said, you the rock star mayor. Well, you have a lot to uh, be take a bow. I mean, the city has been remarkable. And I've loved living here, loved getting to know you and your family. And so um, you've made the city what it is today, you know, you and the people who work for the city. And um, I've had, we've had some emergencies on the street, you know, the water line yeah. issue, because it's old. How long? Oh, our, you know, so much of our infrastructure right. is anywhere from 50 to 100 years old. And, wow. and so we've, we've really, um, you know, and I think that, I hope that's one of the legacies that I leave is that I focused on infrastructure, mm -hmm. uh, some of which I had to do. Right. Uh, because Mother Nature pointed out our shortcomings. That's exactly uh, what happened uh, on my street. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also because it's the right thing to do. And so we've already invested over $300 million okay. in upgrading our wastewater system, our our pipes, our manholes. Bridges. Uh, and bridges. Uh, we're working on bridges. Mm -hmm. And we've just completed a plan, uh, a master plan for our wastewater and um, stormwater system that we're going to be rolling out. But the price tag for the, for this 30 years, it'll take us to address everything is probably somewhere around $3 billion. Um, okay. But it, the B, the B with word. The B. But it has to be done. And, and, and I don't mean to, to interrupt, mm -hmm. but I want to, I want to jump on something that okay. you said. Uh, and I appreciate your, your very kind compliments, but um, first off, you and John have been great friends, um, but it's people like you and John. And I say this very seriously. Um, St. Petersburg is the community it is and has had the success it is because of the people of the community. And you all have been such an important part of our community and you have your fingerprints all over the city. Um, your philanthropic uh, contributions to things. All you have to go to is go down to the pier and take a look at the Janet Eckelman. Your, your name is on there mm -hmm. because you all saw the, 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 and recognized the importance of art and culture in our community and you wanted to make a difference in our community, and you did. And I'm so fortunate to live in a city where people like you step up and want to make a difference in our city. And that's why St. Pete is the incredible place it is. I'd love to be able to take all the credit for it, but it's the people of the community that have really made St. Pete special. So agents out there, unless you don't know, we have an office in St. Pete on 5th, right down from the Vinoy. So, uh, yeah, we're also part of that Absolutely. as well. So, yeah, thank you so much for that. We yeah, thank you for the comments. Well, it's uh, you know I speak the truth, folks. Uh, mm -hmm. It you know it 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 when you have people who care about your community um, as an elected official, it's so much easier to get things done than it is when you live in a community where nobody cares about anything. Okay, talk about getting things done when the water pipe broke in the front of my house and my neighbor across the street as well. You know those you called the line that the the utility line. Those workers were there in an hour, yeah. and I was like, I had to text you and tell you. They were there the next day fixing everything. So, And then they had to replace you know, the front, mm -hmm. and they said, well, you have to fill out this form, and we'll send you a check to replace all the, thing, you know, the front of the lawn where we had to dig it up. Yeah. I thought, okay, this is government. I'm going <laughs> to get a check in three months. Okay, everyone, I got a check in three days. Wow. So, Eric... He's my new friend down there, whoever. <laughs> and I did not speak with him, okay. uh, which is makes it even a better part of the story is right. that, I, you know, I didn't have to intervene. 
I, I'm fortunate. We have 3,500 employees in the city of St. Petersburg, and these folks really care about the job they do, and they care about their community. And uh, again, it makes my job so much mm-hmm. easier when I have great people that work for me. You know, and if you decide to live in a city as well, I think those side benefits are very, very, very important. That the city workers, you know, they're part of, mm-hmm. you know, the family that you, you we live here. And it's interesting that they, uh, the gentleman that, the young men that fixed my front drove by the other day. How's everything going? Wow. It's still working good. <laughs> Water's still going good. So, yeah, so that's been a really plus for me. Um, that's why we like it. We live there. Well, those are the stories that I always love to hear um, because, you know, so oftentimes, especially when you sit in my seat, you hear complaints about things. uh, And when you hear something that's positive, you want to definitely share it. Let's talk about the pier. Okay. Um, I knew it was going to be a success. What I like about it is you've made it for everyone, yeah. children, you know, older people, people who can't walk, people who can walk. It doesn't matter. You can eat there. You can play there. Um, did you expect it to be as successful? No. Um, I mean, truthfully, <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> what, what you described is what we were always hoping it would be. And I've, and you know, and growing up here and, and seeing the old pier and never going there because it wasn't those things. You know, it wasn't a place for families and mm-hmm. that, you know, if you didn't have a lot of money, you couldn't really go there. And we wanted some place that everybody felt comfortable. But no, we it has far exceeded our expectations as far as how it came out. But even more importantly, the response from the community and how much the community seems to just absolutely love it. And apparently, according to USA T- uh, Today, the entire country loves it because it was the second Best new destination uh, in the country. Okay. Well, I think it's the first, personally. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you, Mayor, for being here today. It's been great. And uh, this is why, you know, you just don't talk about housing. You talk about the community as a whole. Um, Because the schools, the parks, you know, you have to play, you have to live. And the joke I tell everybody, you know, when I'm this 90-year-old woman, I'm going to live in a condo in downtown St. Pete and never go past 275. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, well, thank you for being here today. It's been great. Uh, It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And and again, to to you and John, thank you for everything that you guys do for our community. Thank you, uh, all the real estate agents out there, and thank you to Integrity Title and Guarantee for sponsoring this spot here on our podcast, and we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you, everyone.